Welcome to Sure and Steadfast, a podcast for women with practical and biblical encouragement for the everyday challenges we face as born-again believers. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I will be sharing my daily faith journey with you, the valleys, the victories, and everything in between. Welcome to the first episode of Season 2 of Sure and Steadfast. I hope you have all had a wonderful summer. I have really enjoyed the past weeks of relaxing, going about my day job, and spending some time away, but it is good to be back preparing to share with you whatever may be laying on my heart to share. As always, it is ultimately my prayer that the Lord will be glorified through the words that I speak in this space, and that you may find encouragement and be exhorted to draw nearer to God as you listen, as I am while I prepare these episodes. I don't know about you, but the last year and a half have been somewhat of a whirlwind. Even in my sheltered little town, the news cycles are still spinning, and we are reminded of the world we're living in. Are you overwhelmed? When you sit and ponder the future, when you contemplate the ways of the world around you, when you see evil being called good and good being called evil, when you consider the future of your children, are you overwhelmed? I have had moments of feeling overwhelmed. The day that I went over my outline for this episode, I was feeling really overwhelmed. But the Lord gave me a gift. I had a minister from one of the traditional churches in our community come into my office. He is a regular customer, and we took the time and we had a wonderful conversation. We talked about the world as it is, and he provided words from the Bible and comforts for my soul And it was such an act of God that he walked in when he did, that my phone didn't ring and that we were able to talk for a good half hour. I went back to my desk and I felt so encouraged and uplifted and it was truly a gift to me. Evil is so rampant these days. It's hard to keep up. Just when I think I've heard or seen the worst, I hear or see something unimaginable. My heart breaks at the broken world we're living in, and when I think of the Creator, our Creator, my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, I cannot help but think of the mercy, the incredible, infinite mercy that He is bestowing upon evil men. We truly serve an amazing God. Lately, I have been finding myself repeatedly reading Psalm 94 and Psalm 95. My heart has been yearning for the comfort, the peace, and the praise that I find in these psalms. I specifically think back to one evening recently, and I was feeling pretty overwhelmed with the state of this world, and my heart was also broken about something else that I had heard about. I was on the edge, so to speak, so overwhelmed, and with many feelings of anxiousness, and I was crying out to the Lord as the psalmist in Psalm 94, 3-6. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? They utter speech and speak insolent things. All the workers of iniquity boast in themselves. They break in pieces your people, O Lord, and afflict your heritage. They slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. As I sat in meditation and praying through this psalm, I was met with the most timely measure of grace for my day when I came to verse 19, and it says, In the multitude of my anxieties within me, 
your comforts delight my soul. In the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. I think I reread that verse 20 times that evening, repeating it out loud, and each time I was filled with more gratitude. The Lord once again had provided for me exactly what I needed in my moment of struggle. There is nothing like the feeling of the Lord meeting you right where you are, in perfect timing, with the perfect measure of grace. Notice that the psalmist does not tell us that the Lord took away his anxieties, of which he says he has a multitude of. But what he does tell us is that the Lord gave him comforts, surely one to match every anxiety and concern. So his soul was made glad once again. I also found it interesting that the psalmist does not name these comforts or go into great detail about them. What were they? I like to think that him mentioning the comforts he received prompts us to look to God's word for ourselves. One thing we can be assured of is that in the Bible there is promised divine comfort to match the multitude of all our unique, large or small anxieties. Not only did the Lord provide for me great comfort and encouragement through his word, but he also gave me a reminder. A reminder that vengeance on the wicked is not mine. I need not put it on myself to avenge the wickedness of this world. Only through Christ. Verse 22 and verse 23 say, But the Lord has been my defense, and my God the rock of my refuge. He has brought on them their own iniquity, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. The Lord our God shall cut them off. Now I mentioned before that I wasn't just reading Psalm 94, but that I had also been focusing on Psalm 95. When I read the Psalms, I kind of get lost, and before I know it, I am halfway through the book. The Psalms are my place of refuge. After finding much comfort in Psalm 94, it was only fitting that I read the next chapter. Psalm 95 is one that calls us to worship and obedience. What better way to ward off the feelings of being overwhelmed than to worship our Savior? O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Psalm 95, 1-7 Now I may be the only one dealing with being overwhelmed with the world around us, although I don't think that's true. Some days I just feel so incapable of promoting or prompting any change. I think it is so important to turn back to the book with all the answers when we find ourselves feeling this way. The Word of God has the power to refocus our attention on what is most important, and most importantly, what is true. 
It may be a simple lesson, but one I find I need to learn more times than I would care to mention. When we feel overwhelmed by the state of our world, by the evil running rampant, we can take courage. The same Jesus that defeated death and the grave is still at work. He is still in control. Let's have our response be reading the word and prayer. Prayer allows us to stand alongside the work that the Lord is already doing. When we feel overwhelmed or anxiety starts to creep in, we have to embrace the values of the kingdom of God into our own lives. As believers, we have to fight the evil in our own selves through the power of the Holy Spirit, through prayer, through acts of service, through compassion, through generosity, and through love. We can do this in our own families, our friend groups, our churches, our communities. Our response to the evil in this world is not vengeance, for the vengeance is not ours. Our response to the evil should be to show the world a different way to live. It is only because of the Lord Jesus Christ that we need not fear the evil in the world around us. We need not fear it, we need not be surprised by it, and we need not worry about it. The Almighty God is working. He is working even now, and perhaps even through you, to make all things new. Thank you so much for coming back to listen to this episode. I wasn't sure if anyone would come back after the break, but I told myself that even if no one did, I was going to continue. This podcast has been a personal test of faith and an opportunity of growth in my own spiritual life. I have both hated and I have enjoyed preparing for these episodes. Being open and vulnerable isn't as easy as it may sound. Nonetheless, I trust the Lord is being glorified through this, and I hope you find yourself listening again next week. Have a great week.